three, two, one. Boy. Start the show, boy. It's yes, God, it's God of War. It's okay. <laughs> Doing God of War! Hello, Interwebs, and welcome to Close Up. I'm your co-host, Joe. And I'm Ryan. Welcome to Ryan Explains, where Mr. Walker here gives his best pitch to make me consume whatever media he wants to discuss. Today, that's the God of War franchise, which I've never played, even a little bit. So sad. <laughs> so, to our medium shot now, I'll begin by telling you my lack of history with God of War and how set I am to play or not to play it. Then you can tell me about your background. I grew up a PlayStation kid, starting on PS2, and have never wavered from my console loyalty. And God of War is one of those franchises I've always known about, but never played. There was probably a few reasons for this. For one, I was brand loyal to PlayStation, but all my childhood friends had Xbox, so none of them would have played God of War at the time. And I often tried games based on their recommendations. Second, my parents could be somewhat strict about my exposure to violence, especially when I was little, so I wasn't allowed to play any M-rated games until I was in my teens. Most of what I know about God of War is from the point of view of my childhood self. I remember it being known as brutally violent, for the 2000s anyway, and about pure carnage, massacring gods, and just being a big ol' badass. As for my intentions to play the game, I do intend on playing the newest one at some point, whenever I get around to it. Uh, well, by new, I mean the last one that came out sometime last decade. I'm slow to get to video games. 2018. Okay? I'll probably get to it by 2028 at this rate. Mm -hmm. But you'll have to make a compelling pitch to get me to play the old ones. And that's all I've got to say on that. Ryan, tell me about your background on the God of War franchise. Well, funny enough, I was not a PlayStation kid growing up. I was one of those Xbox kids. A lot of my gaming influence comes from my older brother. I remember going to the store with him and he was buying a GameCube. And he was like, if you want to play this with me, you have to buy your own controller. Which is fair. But at the time I was like, $30? That's crazy. Or however much it was at the time. So it all started with him. And then I think... I can't remember who got an Xbox first. I think it was me. I bought my own Xbox because of Halo. I've just seen like the videos at the time. Halo was huge at the time. So I was never... I was on the Xbox side of Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, where I grew up, it was very half and half, but a lot of my friends had Xboxes. Funny enough, my best friend had a PlayStation. However, growing up, I always saw this one franchise that kept popping up. It was something... It was God of War. And at the time, it was based around Greek mythology, which I really liked. Kept seeing clips online, and I was like, oh, I really want to play this game. Sucks that it's on PlayStation. And not on Xbox. So, years and years later, of me going back and forth, should I buy a PlayStation? Should I not? Just for this one franchise. And then... The debate every Xbox fan has with themselves. Yeah, really. And finally... Because our exclusives are better. They are. I'm not... Well, they are now, alright? This is a different topic for a different day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so I finally bit the bullet in uh, last year, or was it this year? No, it was this year. When I got, I was like, I got a full-time job. I made a promise to myself I will get a PS5 when I get a full-time job. Got that. First game I wanted to play, 
of course, was the newer God of War. But then I thought, no, I should go back and play the older ones. Mm. Even though throughout the years I've watched like the cutscenes from each video game just because that's what you do when you don't have the other console. You just watch someone else play through it, which I've done with The Last of Us. I've done with all the God of War games, which I have played both recently, which I've told you. And funny enough, when I got the PlayStation, I played a different game first, and then I uh, started playing God of War, the very, the very first one, and then I got COVID. I got COVID, so I couldn't go into work, which gave me lots of time to run through that first trilogy back to back to back in those first five days. So I was like, great, all I'm going to do is consume God of War. And then I got to play my most anticipated game ever, which was God of War 2018. And i it's one of the most beautiful games ever made. It rightfully deserved the game of the year that year. Yeah, and I can, I'll go into it more later on, but it, it's just, it's a beautiful franchise that honestly gets better with each game in terms of story, in terms of gameplay, uh, in terms of, there's not really one game that's really bad. Some people say it's the prequel game, uh, Ascension, but even then you still have fun playing it. I have not played it, but I've like, I've seen clips online and it's it looks fun. Okay, and that brings us to our close-up. All right, Ryan. Give me your best pitch. All right. So I'm going to try to not spoil anything for you because... And for the good people at home, because I never played and some of you may not have either. And for the good Xbox people at home. This is me from the future of this podcast saying that we lied and there are big spoilers. I just thought you needed to know that. Okay, back to the main episode. And how I'm going to do is I'm going to go through... I'm probably going to go through each game first. Yep. Yep. Like, in order, which makes the most sense. There's a few, like, side sequel games that I could mention, but they're mostly just, I think, they're not DLC, but they were initially made for the PlayStation Vita, like the little handhold ones. So they're all little standalone stories, but I don't really feel like mentioning them because I haven't played them. But God of War, the first one, I think they came out in, like, 2005, I believe. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, early, mid-2000s. It was a long time Mm -hmm. ago. And you think, you see the covers like, oh, who's this weird guy? Like, he's all white. He's got a weird red stripe. And then as soon as you click on new game and start, the camera literally pans out from the menu. In gameplay, it says, the gods have abandoned me. And he jumps off a mountain. That's the start of the game. You're like, oh, well, I'm invested. And you're going through, you're, you're, you're stuck on your ship. I haven't played the first one in a bit. But you're stuck on your ship trying to get this key from the boat captain who is, it's, it's hilarious. I, I don't really have, <laughs> the boat captain comes up a lot as like a recurring joke throughout the series. It's really funny. And the very first thing that you fight is a Hydra. That's the first okay. thing you fight in God of War 1. Basically, what you're trying to do in God of War 1 is you're trying to Take revenge on, I have to do some spoilers, I apologize, because it's the whole, it's the whole plot of the. Well, if it's, you know, if it's, if it's first it's right act, there. if it's yeah, first it's... act stuff, this is basically more of a synopsis than a spoiler, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, it's a synopsis, but it's also like, what? This is the, I think this is the only spoiler I'm going to give you, but okay. Kratos is trying to take revenge on Ares for murdering his family. That's basically it. 
Kratos, he was captain in the Spartan army. He was fighting off the barbarians. They were overwhelming him. And right before Kratos dies, he calls on Ares to destroy his enemies and his life is his. That's basically it. Ares gives him the iconic Blades of Chaos. That chained to his wrists. Apologies. Chained to his wrists. Which is like a symbol for his dedication to Ares and his, uh... Like the pack he made with him. And after that, Ares sends him on all these little adventures. Kind of as Kratos is uh, one guy. This is all like flashback stuff before the game starts. And Ares sends him to this little village. Sends Kratos to uh, this little village. To basically just burn it down. He just like, this temple is not dedicated to Ares. It should be whatever, blah, blah, blah. He goes into the temple. An oracle like tells him, hey, don't do that. It's bad. He goes in there and he's blind, blindful rage, like bloodlust, starts throwing his blades around. And who does he find in there? His wife and daughter. So through Ares, Kratos kills his own wife and daughter. And that is stuck with him for the 10 years that he's been in servitude to the gods. And this is where this is where then the game starts, where. So is all this opening just it's cinematic? Like, is it a cinematic or do you play through it? So it's so you, all the flashbacks you see are cinematics that are thrown in throughout the game. So you slowly learn this progress while you're playing the game. Okay. But yeah, he then Kratos calls on Athena like I've been serving you for 10 years and you still haven't released me from these nightmares. The nightmares being his family being killed by him. And he says, the only way you can do it is if you kill the god of war. And he's like, it's a good point, because I don't like him very much, because he made me do it. The whole reason Ares did it is because he wanted him to be, like, the best warrior that he can be, and he didn't want an attachment to the to humanity or whatever, because that's not what makes a good warrior in his eyes. So basically, you go on this this giant quest to... Can't remember. Ugh, it's been so long, but basically, I think Athena sends him on this quest to go get the go get the Pandora's box. Because inside Pandora's box, there's this power, this great power that will make give him the powers of God. You go through all this adventure. It's very in this game for like as as a start. It's mostly set in one setting, which is on the back of. I, got, I have to get this right, which is on the back of Kronos, which is Zeus's father, who is a titan, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think, Pandora's temple. So you're navigating through the entire temple, and this, what this game does is very surprising for 2005. It's very action-packed, but there's also, like, very notable puzzles in it that help, that it's not about, like, a hack and slash, like, murdering people. Mm-hmm. It's just you, it's just honestly you just trying to solve puzzles as well which and some were very tricky for me because i'm dumb and i sometimes i just need to like look up what's happening there's also great bosses in the first game but yada 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 you get to the end i'm blown by quick because the whole story doesn't really matter in the first one not as you're going towards it but you're going through and you get to the box and then there's this great i don't even want to spoil it so 
whole bunch of shit happens. <laughs> I'm doing a bad, bad thing about the first game, which it, it is the weaker of the series, but that just means that since the games are getting better and better, that just shows how great the franchise is overall, in my opinion. But you get to the final fight of Ares, you open up the box, makes you gigantic, and you have, I think, the hardest, hardest fucking boss battle that I've ever played in my life. Like, mm. we all know, uh, since from our age, that boss battles when we were kids, way harder than they oh. are now. Even on normal difficulty, it's ridiculous. Like, how the heck do I beat this? I remember playing Lord of the Rings, like, GameCube. And, like, I can't get past, like, the ghost cave or whatever it is, mm. fighting the ghost guy. Like, I don't know how to beat that. I don't know how to do it. And back then, you can't just Google it. Back then, you, know, you, you actually just... had to have skills as a gamer, and now the game you can kind of hold your hand is... And during this Ares battle, I don't think, I only died once, but like, there's this great mechanic that's never been used since, where there's like three sections, and on the third section... Don't tell me it's quick time. No, no, no. I know. On the third section... Never it, used since, I'm being... There are, there are quick yeah. times, but the quick okay. times are great. But the third, but it's honestly never been used, it's where Kratos and both Ares share a health bar, and each time you hit the other person, the health bar moves over so if mm. you hit Ares, you get more health and he gets less but if he hits you which he does a lot you get less and less and i was probably at a stalemate between me and Ares for like and this is probably sad to say at least a good 10 to 20 minutes because that's just because you're trying to remember all the patterns and stuff some of them are unblockable and then spoilers but like of course you would know from the title he kills Ares, takes revenge and he becomes the God of War. Roll credits. God of War 2. He's doing what he does as God of War. He's destroying lands, doing whatever. Yada, yada, yada. He's all big and giant. He's destroying lands. He's, he's, I can't remember the city. I think it's the city of Rhodes where he's at. Goes down. Starts beating up. And then a random bird shows up that we think is Athena. And shrinks him. He's like, why are you shrinking me? How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Kratos hates the gods. He hates the gods because... Oh, I forgot to mention. The whole... Because uh, he wanted to get rid of the nightmares with his family. Mm -hmm. Athena said, well, we forgive you for your crimes, but we never said we would take these nightmares away from you. And he's just like, what the hell? So, and he tries to, to end his life. And... But Athena's like, no, there's a mantle that needs to be filled. You have to be the god of war. And since then on, he hates all gods. Yeah, so basically the story for the, at least the first trilogy, even the newer game, all gods suck. All gods are terrible. They're, none of them are really good. Except maybe Tyr, but we don't know about that until Ragnarok comes out. But basically, I feel like I have to rush for time, but I don't really. No, if anything, we're going to be done early. Yeah. So basically, you get shrunk, and you you play as you pl you play as Kratos, like you did in the older game. Still on the PlayStation Two, which I did some research. They could have made God of War Two for the PlayStation Three because the console was, I think, out mm. at the time or being developed. But they're like, no, we still have fans who have a PlayStation Two, so we'll just make it for the PlayStation Two, and then I think that's nice of them. So which was nice of them. Santa Monica is a great studio. What other games have they done? Oh God, don't ask me that. I think I think Santa Monica Studios, which is a Sony 
Sony-owned company, I think they've really only focused on God of War franchise, I think. Well, that's okay. Very specific. Or maybe, hold on, I'm looking up. They've done, I know they've done other stuff. Oh, pro- like older stuff you probably haven't heard of, maybe. I don't know. Warhawk. Warhawk. It sounds familiar. Yeah, all go all God of War stuff. Fat Princess Adventures. Nope. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it looks like their main focus has been like God of War stuff. You know what? You only need one good thing. Yeah. And so I think it's we- impressive that there's only been a couple of the games just because if they're focusing so much on the one franchise, they're really taking their sweet time making sure every game is good. Oh, for sure. Which they've done beautifully. Which I respect, as opposed to, you know, I'm going to call out something like Ubisoft, which just takes the same old franchises and pumps them out year after year. Far Cry 5 were in America, but the conservatives have taken over. They already have. Anyway. (laughs) I haven't played the game, but that's what I feel like happens. But in God of War 2, yeah, he shrinks down, you fight his great. You fight an actual, um, I think it's the clock. It's the city of Rhodes because there's this giant statue of a colossus. And with the power that he took from Kratos, Athena brings the colossus alive. And throughout the main level, you fight him. This is the first level. Again, go back to God of War 1. You fight a Hydra. In God of War 2, you fight a giant colossus. This you gotta is, hook people in somehow, right? You are hooking people in, and it doesn't stop there. You go in and... Zeus is like, oh, I'll help you. I'm going to throw you down the Blade of Olympus. Ooh. Say it with me. Ooh. Ooh. Did he, Blade did of Olympus. Do it, did he do it like in Love and Thunder? Where he's just twirling it? And... No. He didn't oh, do it. Blade, no. A blade of Olympus. <laughs> no, no, no. Throws it down. Ah, oh, that would have been funny. Completely different tone. Throws it down. Says, drain all your power into this blade and you can kill the Colossus. It's an awesome blade, but as you're draining your power, you see your health bar go down to like level one, your magic bar go away, all the red orbs you collect go away, and you kill the Colossus. What this turns out to be is a trick by Zeus. A trick from Zeus? God's Never have thought. So Zeus takes away all uh, your power, basically, and says, if you don't pledge yourself to me, I will kill you right here. Kratos said, basically says, he doesn't say it, but he basically says, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Like, he's on the brink of death, and he needs to get his powers back. He's like, absolutely not. So Zeus straight up stabs him. You're dead oh. in the first five minutes. You're dead. But then you're not mm. dead, because with the help oh. of Gaia, I'm pretty sure, or just, like, just sheer rage and will. Isn't that power. Zeus's mother? No. Yes. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. Wait. She's the mother of the gods, isn't she? No. Gaia is a Titan. Yeah, no, she's not the mother. Maybe well, I know, she's, I know she's a, I know she's a Titan. Yeah, okay. Grandmother. Yeah, grandmother. I know she's a Titan. Sure. I know she's related to Zeus. Maybe it is the mother. I haven't, I haven't freshened is she up. Cro- is she Cronus' mother? Uh, I don't know. Either Zeus' mother or Cronus'. I don't know. That's what Google's for. Zeus is, but yeah. So he basically climbs himself out of hell, which is not possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is the no, is, so his is this bit is, with is Rhea. Rhea. Okay. So who's Gaia? Gaia is Gaia is basically the embody is the Titan embodiment of the Earth. That's what oh, she yes. is. So the Titans are basically 
different. They're before the gods, yeah. Yeah, before the gods. I thought I can't. Yeah, she is a Titan technically, so she's the grandmother of Zeus. Grandmother. Okay, sure. And it was mother, grandmother, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So is this whole bit about the sword where he drains his power just a con- one of those convenient excuses for why you start off low powered at the start of the second game? Yes. Where it gets rid of all your yeah. Yes. You work your ass off in the, the first end, game just to get to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it happens again in the third game. But it makes Games sense. Are known in, to do that. But it yeah. makes sense in the universe because it lets you have the chance to be like super powered at the start. And then you have to work your way back up, which sucks because it took me so long to collect all the horns and the Gorgon eyes to level up those health bars. And even there's a secret room where you can get even more health bar. It's really cool. But yeah, yeah. so basically, the second game is now. Kratos's revenge quest to kill Zeus because he betrayed me. All these gods betray me. And yes, there is time travel involved, but in universe time travel, it makes sense because he has to go to the Sisters of Fate, which if you don't know in Greek mythology, everyone has a certain string. Everyone has a certain string that is tied to their fate. It's very poetic. Yeah, Greek the, mythology. The, lo- the loom of fate. Isn't that mm-hmm. something to do with that? Something like no. that. And if you've seen the Disney Hercules movies, it's kind of the same. But Mm -hmm. as soon as your life is up, there's a thread of time. And as soon as your life is up, the sisters fate cut it and you're dead. So basically, Zeus, he's going through all. He has to go to the sisters of fate temple. And what God War 2 that does way better in God War 1 is different settings. You, You end up in the jungle at one point. You do end up, I believe... You end up in different. You end up in the same temple, but the levels look completely different. And throughout the whole game, you're just seeing what Zeus has done to you, and it's is really bad. Oh, not not to you, but to like he even at one point destroys Sparta. Oh, but it doesn't matter because it goes because Zeus ends up, but goes back in time, obviously, to the moment where Zeus kills him because that's where. Kratos is all his powers would be. And as you go go through the game, of course, you get new weapons, you get new abilities, you become even stronger in a weird way. And at the end, you get even one another hard boss battle. It's crazy, which makes sense because you're fighting the king of Olympus. Uh, you're fighting Zeus. I don't want to spoil what happens, but you don't get to kill him at the end of the second one. Ooh. You get a cutscene of Zeus... I, I really want to tell you, but I don't want to spoil it. Zeus, Zeus is talking to all the god, the main gods on Olympus. And he, he hears thumping. He hears lots of thumping. And then he looks down, and you see Kratos, who now, who now has the power of time travel, but only for this game for some reason. Because it would have been too overpowered in the third one. He goes back in time, grabs all the titans from like the Great War, when the titans and the gods were fighting. And brings them to the modern day. And Ooh. the Titans are now climbing the Mount Olympus. And Kratos says his famous line. Oh, I don't want to say it. Because it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not. Okay. Oh, but he want, ah, I don't know. It's uh, whatever. But he says, I'm here to bring the destruction of Olympus. There's a line before that. I don't want to say it. Okay. So you see him climbing like, oh, it's going to be epic. What's going to happen? Roll credits. Cliffhanger. <gasps> what? Now I have to wait? And Video then, games did cliffhangers in the 2000s? 
Yeah. Halo 2 did it, and I think God of War did it. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Probably another game did it. Probably. Another comes to mind. And then God of War 3 happens, which a lot of people love, because you get to murder a lot of gods. This, this is the one I probably heard the most about then. Mm, this is I just the kind one. of assumed, like, when does he murder all the gods then? I thought that was what you did in the first few. Like, what do you have left to do by three? Okay, well, that explains it. Yeah, this is the one where basically all the rage that you've built up as Kratos. This is, this is where you let it all out. Different things happen here and there. You literally fight. You fight Poseidon. You fight Hades. You fight Hermes. You fight Hera. You fight Hercules, you get, you even get like Hercules' weapons, which is pretty cool. And then you fight, again, you fight Zeus at the end. And the third game is where it, that trilogy of games really shines in terms of graphics, in terms of story, in terms of music. The music is insane, the voice acting. It's really, it's just really, it's really powerful stuff. And... God, I just, I love this game so much. Almost where it's like, and the reason I was able to play all these games is because I had PlayStation Plus for a bit. But I almost kind of want to go back and play the third one again. But I told you at the end, I'll tell you later. But you're basically fighting all these gods. And it was just like, and each, each, each god that you kill is like, is very different in terms of carnage or in terms of how you fight them it's definitely this is i think peak boss battle game where each boss battle feels unique different some are weaker than others but they all still feel a little different than some of the modern day boss battle games which is not a okay uh diss to modern games but this is where like i think it's the peak of it okay so much i want to tell you about spoilers <laughs> i'll have some questions about that when we get to my questions, but right, right. keep going. And so this is where all the ra- the rage comes out. You see it, the facial, even like the, some of the facial captures. Well, I don't think it's facial capture for the time, but the facial performances are really good. And you get different types of weapons. The puzzles are even more crazy. The collectibles you can get are amazing. I haven't played in any of these, like, the old trilogy games, I haven't played on New Game Plus yet, so I don't know any of the extra stuff that you can do. But the story as a whole... Was New Game Plus around back then, or is it just on these remastered versions? I'm not entirely too sure. I just know... I think even in God of War 1, you can... Or maybe it's God of War 2, where you can... Ah, maybe it's... I don't even know. I don't well, know I guess if you didn't play the, the original version, yeah. so I don't know if it's the first two, but I know I know in the first two, once you beat the game, you can then play it again on the hardest difficulty that they have. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. don't know if that's technically a new game plus, but I know on the third one because it's been remastered, you can do a new game plus. I think I wouldn't say playing on the hardest difficulty again is technically new game plus. Yeah, it's just no, unlocking a new difficulty to the game, mm-hmm. which you don't want to do because two thousand five, no. <laughs> Games used to be harder. It's like I was saying before, they used to they used to not hold your hand. You actually had to really be skilled. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, to its credit, games are more accessible nowadays. There's probably more gamers than ever because more people I think that's what it was. can play. Yeah. 
I think that's what it was about because it was only like for like these certain people who were like really into them. And then yeah. casual people were like, this is too hard. It's like, fine. I'll make it easier. Yeah. The hardest video had- games out there are still the 2D arcade kind of games that just go yeah. on forever. And- but the reason why God of War 3 is so good is because literally all the buildup that you had for the past two games, you do see it and it's very satisfying in 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 this game and you understand and you sympathize with Kratos because you have you have been him and you understand the the stuff that he's been through and you want to murder all these gods cuz technically they are all, all terrible in God of War 3 you meet all like the classic gods like Poseidon Hephaestus as as like as as I've said before you even meet Pandora at one point who is kind of a parallel to his daughter in a little bit and the final fight with Zeus is one of the longest longest boss battles I've ever played. There's a 2D section where it's just him and Kratos, and then you get launched into uh, over the camera one, and then you get, finally go into like the final level. Actually, there's four sections now that I think about it. And you go mm-hmm. into you even go into Gaia at one point. It's crazy. Oh. And then the final fight, there's literally I won't say who. I will not say who. But there's literally, this is what the, the rage, how much rage there is. There's one god that you fight where you ju- it's a POV shot of you. Actually, I'll do the first one. So there's two technically POV shots where, oh, sorry. The first god that you face is Poseidon. That's the first one. And he turns into, and okay. he has like this giant version of himself that's water and uh, a horse or whatever. And... The way the way you kill him, it's the first boss. So like, he, yeah, he's not really a spoiler. But it's the way you kill him. It's a POV, but you're Poseidon, and you're controlling the quick time events, but you're technically being the shit out of yourself. <laughs> and the finishing move is Kratos literally doing this into your yeah. eye sockets. It's really like bizarre, and you're like, oh my god. But like, you enjoy the carnage because you're a sick fuck. And then there's another god where. You're, the POV is now of you, like you're facing the god you're killing, and you're beating the crap out of him just with your bare hands, and as you're doing it, blood is hitting the camera, right? It's filling up the screen, and you can oh, button yeah, mash, yeah. you can button mash circle, like the beating, but it won't let you, you can go on forever. That's what's great about, <laughs> like you can literally go on forever, and I think so you, you can, have like, to eventually show mercy. I guess, but, like, I think you can literally get a trophy for, like, pressing circle for, like, two minutes straight or something. They award you know. for doing that. But then the final, uh, so, final fight happens, he's, let's just say it, he's slain all the gods, let's just say it, and he's at the end, and, you know, a person shows up, like, give me the power that's inside you, so that I can save humanity because of the power he had from Pandora's box, whatever. And he's like, no, stabs himself with the blade of Olympus and gives hope to the people, which, you know, good for them. But the earth's fucked now because of each God he's killed. The earth has been more and more fucked. You know, he's killed Poseidon. The water level has like raised up thousand feet high, kills the sun God, sun's blocked from the sky, you know, Mm. the earth, the earth's fucked or whatever and you see him slowly bleed out on the mountain but hold up after the credits 
what happens? You see a blood trail. And Kratos <gasps> isn't there. Where did he go? Cut to God of War 2018. We're about to run out of time, but do you have any questions on the main trilogy right now? I think I'll save questions for the second half. Okay. Just, just to not, uh, yeah. And I should probably retroactively throw in a little note saying, we lied, there are big spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I lied. I had to explain some stuff. I'll just throw that up top. Yeah. Just for... Well, yeah, I gotta explain some of it. Yeah. So, cut to 2018. Kratos is now older. I don't know how many years have passed. I think they aren't very specific. He has a beard now, so that's all. He's got a huge beard. He used to have a time has passed. time has passed. He's gotten thicker, but he's still, like, ripped. And he is now a father again. He has a son named Atreus, who is probably one of the best companions in any video game ever. Which is good, because we all know annoying kid companions can be. And what starts off, here's how simple the story of 2018 is. Opening cutscene. You're chopping down a tree that your wife in this universe, in this Norse pantheon, marked to use as her funeral pyre because she died. And here's how simple the story is. She wants you to carry her ashes to the highest peak in all the realms. That's it. That's literally it. It's just you and Atreus going off on this adventure in Midgard. and. You run into all these different sorts of enemies, the different Norse gods, different Norse characters. And as you go through this, they're very, they don't, they're, they don't bond well at, at the start. Atreus is trying to get Kratos to open up, but I guess Kratos doesn't want to get too close because of stuff that's happened with him in the past. But over, as you go through the story, it even happens very early on. You want to, you see Kratos try. Like, he wants to get close to his son, but he's also like, I have to be tough for him, which everyone mm-hmm. knows. It's never going to work. But you see even, like, the first realm you visit after Midgard, which is Alfheim, land of the of the elves. There's a moment where Atreus snaps at him or says something, and then Kratos snaps back at him. And they kind of have a moment of of clarity or whatever. Of just like, oh, like, we're going through this grief in different ways. And maybe we do need to open... (coughs) Oh, God. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm not getting choked up, I swear. Although I did almost cry during one part near the beginning. But you see them slowly grow more and more as father and son. And it's a beautiful story. And take two. Okay. So there's a... Basically... You first start, so basically, actually, there might be one of your questions, but I'll just say it. Atreus doesn't know that he's part god, because Kratos has hid that from himself. He's just, he just want him to know, because he doesn't want that burden on him. And you slowly go through, he's trying to, uh, at one point you come across a troll, and a troll tries to kill you. And I guess, Atreus, at the end of the fight, Starts, like, getting very angry, rageful, and starts cutting it. And he starts to cough, you know, like, what is this? And apparently there's a sickness Atreus had. And, um, 
Chris is like, you're not ready to go on this adventure, like, to take Faye, Faye as the wife, Faye's ashes up the mountain. And he's all pissed about it. They're having a little fight in... Yeah, they're having a little fight in their own little cabin, which is very small. But very humble. And all of a sudden you hear a... Well, first you hear something giant fly over their cabin. And then you hear like a... Mm -hmm. Come out! I know who you are! And you see this little skinny man who's all tattooed up. Who is called the stranger at first. And you find out more who he is later. And he's like, I know who you are. Chris is like, just leave. You don't want this. Like you, you, you don't. You know, you don't want this. Like it's definitely that meme where it's like, um, you're not that guy, pal. Like it's that meme. Yeah. And Baldur's. Oh, I just said his fucking fuck. And he just said his name. I have no context for that. I don't know who right. Baldur is, so that's okay. fine. You see the stranger. Wipe it from your memory. See the stranger. Just straight up smack. Start smack Kratos or whatever. You're like, what the fuck? And Kratos was like, I warned you, and just full-on punches him. And it looks like he's, like, done. Because, like, one punch from Kratos, you're like, you're fucked. And then, it's very early on in the game. And then, what happens is the stranger gets up, punches Kratos, and he goes flying. And you're like, holy fuck, he's got the same strength of Kratos. First boss, boss battle ensues. It's very crazy. And I should note that throughout this whole game, the camera does not cut. There's no cuts. There's no... It's all... Just a one take? It's all supposed to be played as if it's like a one take. That's the... And the music is entirely different. The environment is different. The combat is different. Like, 20... The difference between 2018 God of War and God of War 3 is it in... It's the same IP, but it is an entirely differently built game. That's what makes it very unique and very different and some people's favorite. I think it's my favorite. Well, how long between 2018 and God of War 3? Oh, I think God of War 3 was... Like 2012, 2010? 2012, 2011. Well, here's the thing. There was God of War... It was a long time ago. There was God of War 3, but then there was God of War Ascensions, which is the prequel game. And I think... Oh, wow. God of War 3 was 2010. Okay, so, I knew God it was a War, long time ago. God of War Ascensions was, I think, 20. 2013 so at least five years so it took them like five that's a five years time. is nearly double the time most modern developers get to make a good mm -hmm. game yeah and so. god war ascensions it's basically uh i'll just do a quick one of that it's just a prequel game set before god of war one where it's after kratos kills his family is dealing with that grief and it's basically it's not the sisters of fate but it's a different group of sisters I guess there's multiple sisters who are trying to have basically have Kratos keep allegiance to Ares, which doesn't work out. That's basically the whole story of that. It's just very quick roundup. It's, it honestly doesn't really matter throughout the whole story. But back to God of War 2018. So now he said it's not safe anymore to stay here because whoever this person is, he knows where we are. So they go off on this adventure. And throughout the whole adventure, you meet, you know, you meet dwarves, you meet the Witch of the Woods, who turns out to be someone else. You meet Mimir, who is a very notable character in Norse mythology, who I don't know much about Norse mythology, but he's basically, he's basically your exposition dumper for Norse myth. But he does, he does the storytelling in such a fun and thriving way when you're, especially when you're on the boat and you're going through the open world. 
the, he tells it in like he's telling a story. It's just not exhibit exposition. He's literally just telling it as like say you were around a campfire, and it's very intriguing. Okay. It's a, he's a fun side character to just to just have around you. And the banner between Kratos and Atreus, as as you go through the main story and all that, it's funny. I saw I can't remember who it was, but. At a certain point, obviously Atreus finds out that he's a god. Because <gasps> it's not really a spoiler, but it's part of the thing. Yeah. Well, of course that was going to happen, though. But, uh, and there's one, uh, there's one amazing moment, but I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. Because I, I, I definitely am so playing this game. Good. So. The, thing, the thing about, like, Look, these we'll do games. A follow up. We'll do a follow-up. The thing about these games is that they're so good, but, like, the great moments I can't talk about for someone who hasn't played them because I want them to have their first reactions. Hmm. But he base it's funny, one review I saw was Kratos is teaching Atreus to become more of a god, and Atreus is teaching Kratos to become more of a human. Something like in terms of like personality, as they slowly start to mix a little bit. And as you're just trying to get your get your wife's ashes to the highest peak in all the realm, all these Norse gods are just trying to mess with you. Kratos, time and time again, is like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to do it. But he's put in a situation where he has to. Because if it's him, Atreus, or the gods, it's the gods that are going to die. So, mm. and you don't get as many boss battles as you do in God of War 3. But I think as like, as a reboot of the franchise in a sort of way, I think it's fine for it. Combat's great. You get different customization in terms of armor sets. It's got it's kind of got like an RPG type of feel to it in a way where there's different stats for strength, defense, cooldown. There's a luck stat, which I don't really get. Okay. And each of the new armor sets, they look very different. Like there's one where you go to a lava realm and you literally can get like lava plated armor in a sort of way. Huh. And it looks really cool. Okay, we should probably uh, get to some of my questions. We're running down on time now. Yeah, that's basically it. Like I... All I can talk about in 2018, God of War, they're all spoilers. Okay. <laughs> There's so many. The thing about what 2018 God of War is and why I think it's one of the better games to come out in recent, in the past decade, is because it feels like one of the most well written pieces of media that I've ever seen in terms of story, in terms of pacing, in terms of the relationship between Kratos and his son and how they both grow as characters and character development a character who we've known to be super rageful and just angry all the time who now kind of has like this calm like almost like a Geralt of Rivia type of way where he's going like he's grunting every five seconds but there's so much you can like depict in a grunt and Henry Cavill does a great job he does a fantastic job the series is meh but I think it's you know what the series is okay but I think the uh I just think it's a beautiful game, and I'm currently on a new game plus playthrough right now. Okay, so, so, yeah, go so going to my well, my first question was kind of a joke, but you answered it pretty mm-hmm. early. I said these games sound historically inaccurate. Ares is the god of war, not Kratos. What's the deal with that? Which you answered. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I told this to you through a text where. Anything depicted mythology in media, video games, TV shows. It's all wrong. 
It's all Ron, technically. Well, maybe not so Ron and got in the God of War trilogy because all gods are technically terrible. They all they all suck in a way. This game seems to depict the true nature mm-hmm. of the gods better than most media. Who tries to funny. White- whitewash them and make them yeah. seem like better than they are. Well, what's funny in the God of War in the God of War series is Kratos is not shoehorned in, but he's put into that both universes in a way that makes sense. Okay. So it's kind of not like, and it's the way that these writers, especially in 2018, it's the way the writers kind of have to change events because of the certain characters that are in it around a certain time that makes sense for that in canon universe. And also with Norse mythology, you can, there's only technically, it's known that the Swedish people back in the day, or Scandinavian, sorry, they didn't write Mm -hmm. anything down. They're very famous for that. So there's only history, like, yeah. yeah. So there's only like two. I think it's pre-Veda and pro-Veda. I can, I'm probably messing up the names, but those are like the two main books that depict Norse mythology. And there's a quote in the book that's something like, "In order to tell these stories, you kind of have to add on to it over time. Yeah, create yeah. your own things. Like I'm butchering it or just whatever the other word is, putting it into my own words. Mm-hmm. That paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Thank you." Joe's so much smarter than me, everybody, if you can't notice. And I don't believe that. You're you're very <laughs> opinionated and have a lot of good knowledge to give. Well, I'm angry a lot, which is why it's red. It's also yes. hot. But it's it's written in a way, in a smart way, that you believe everything that's happening. Okay. So I've heard the fourth game is emotionally investing, but how dramatic are the first three? Is it mostly a beat 'em up or is there more depth? Now you told me. The stories in broad strokes seem pretty investing, but how is how do the games play throughout? Is there good drama throughout, or is it mostly just how much ass can I kick until the big plot moments kick in? Right. If you're comparing to 2018, no. It's not as emotionally investing. But there is, I would say there's one emotion <laughs> in the first rage. three trilogy, which is rage revenge, anger, and it's just this driving force. And it's very... And you believe it. And you're, you, you... You know, you identify with it as well. So I would not say it's as emotionally investing as the fourth game, but you, but you want to feel the same as you're going through. And it's just fun. The action, it feels very fluid. Even the port... I played God of War 1 on my PS5. The port should not be great. But the gameplay was still fun. Mm-hmm. It was still great to play as. There was nothing really like glitchy that I would say. Maybe a few things. But so what it's you're still saying like, is I should I should probably play the first three first, or else they'll look like a downgrade if I have to go back to them. I would say you should because I'm a God of War fan. Yeah. If you want to understand Kratos as a character and who he is in 2018 fully. Need to go back to 2005? I personally would say yes. You can skip okay. ascensions, which is what I did. Sure. All right. So what's the challenge level like in most of these games? You said the boss battles are pretty hard, but right. how, well, is it is a lot of quick time, for example? Like you said, there is elements of quick time, or the, is right. the combat so, generally generally challenging? or There are different... There are some parts, I played all this on normal difficulty because I'm not one of those people that try to kill themselves on like the hardest difficulty. But the, 
I don't challenge do hardest. I, I do I hard. Can't. I do I hard, not hardest. I can't do it. I even tried on like New Game Plus with God of War 2018. I couldn't get past the first section. I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm trying to have fun. But yeah, there is a different, especially with the first three games, because for at least the main minions, there's no like health bar. So you just kind of have to like remember with each different type of minion, how many hits does it take, the different skill patterns and uh-huh. whatnot it takes. And depending on the level, if you one to two hits from like a low level minion could kill you. So you have to you have to dodge a lot, which is a great the dodge feature works great in the trilogy games. So it can be extremely hard if you want it to be, but it can also be like miniature hard as it was for me. I played normal on God War One, and I almost gave up. I was like, I can't do this. I can't Good do to this. Know. I want. Good I want to play know. 2018 so bad, but I, mm-hmm. I have to do it as a fan. So, what's the lore of this world look like? Because you told me the first games are about Greek gods, mm-hmm. and now he's fighting Norse gods. So, do they all exist in one world? And while well, you did answer that Earth, as we know it, does exist in this place where it's some of the realm of our old gods are around, so I'm just wondering. Right. You know, what, what, how do you get between worlds? What's the, like, so could the Greek gods have met the Norse gods and other god pantheons? Do they exist in this world? What's, what's the general lore of the God of War world look like? Well, I can't really answer that. Because <laughs> they haven't, because they haven't answered okay, it either. No. Okay. But in God of, in the first trilogy, you're in the Greek pantheon. That's where you're stuck in. And, in between games three and three and four, or twenty eighteen, you you travel to a different you travel to a different pantheon, and I think how it's explained in comics, and if you do like a deep dive into the lore, they're different. They're in essential essentially they're different realms in a way. So I okay. don't think they're the same. Like I don't think it's Earth. I don't think it's the same Earth as like the Greek world and the Norse world. I don't think it's like okay, so the same one. So it's kind of a multiverse situation. I think so. That's, that's from what I've, what I've read in a way. So unless this is a spoiler, don't tell me, but does that mean the Kratos in the God of War 2018 with his son Atreus is a different Kratos than the one oh, no, no, existed no. in the Greek world? Okay, so he, he managed to get to a yeah, new yeah. world somehow. So does yeah. that mean there's another Kratos on this world? No, no, there's not a, there's not a mirror Kratos. No, it, okay. it's it's really it's really strange because it's not. I think they're kind of saving that. So it's a multiverse, but it's not one to one. I think it's. I don't know if it's up to interpretation, but there's like a video that I was gonna watch on it, but it was like ten minutes long, and it was like, oh god. <laughs> but I I think it's a different. It's not like multiverse, but I think it's just like. It's really hard to explain because they don't really explain it because I think they're saving it for the second game. Okay. To be determined. Because there's a point where you go into this room and you see different symbols for the god of war in different pantheons. Okay. So you see like the Mayan symbol, the Greek symbol, and they call them realms, I think. I'm pretty sure from what I remember. So... It's up in the air. There's different theories. There's hints in the game that tell you how Kratos got there. But I don't think it's like, uh, it's not like, you know, there's a Tom Holland Spider-Man and a, and a Tobey Maguire yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. I think in, in this type of story, it's just Kratos and he's just, he's just there. 
Okay. All right, so besides Atreus, are there many or any supporting characters of note in this franchise? Well, there's Athena in the first trilogy that kind of guides you along. Okay. The side characters that support you or just, just like any any supporting characters people well, you Zeus, recurring... Zeus as yeah Zeus as a villain is very good very angry very angry man very bad and you don't really have a companion until the third game like near the end with, with Pandora but she doesn't really help out that much but Atreus like I said is one of the best companions in all video games because he he has a dedicated button on the controller, which is square, which he can fire arrows at minions or different enemies. Can summon like different animal light attacks. Okay. Like a feast of crows or like a pack of wolves uh, as you level him up. And there's even moves where he'll literally like choke out one a minion for you to run up on him to execute. He's very like he's very good. He's not annoying. He's not. He himself does not have a health bar, so Atreus can't die, and then you all okay. fail. But he can get hit okay. sometimes, and it's fucking hilarious. Because hmm. he's like this little kid, and the troll can like hit him with a giant rock, and he goes flying, and you're like, oh my god. Are you okay? That's funny. Okay, so I was also wondering if oh, you know... Oh, also, I mentioned before, uh, Mimir. Mimir, who is... Uh, you, yes. get, you, you get him, like I want to say, halfway through the game, and he's great for... Just different dialogue options. The and, exposition um, dumper was that him? Exposition dumper. He tell yeah. he tells you for people who don't know a lot about Norse mythology. He basically explains a lot of it, which, which is which good. Is me, I don't I don't know much about Norse. I don't know much about it either. I know a decent amount about Greek, but isn't not so Thor much about supposed Norse. to be skinny and blonde? No, that's just the MCU. <laughs> which is why when Thor Ragnarok like pictures came out and they showed Thor as a big fat guy or whatever, people got yeah. mad. But then, like, Norse mythology, people were like, no, this is very accurate to, like, Norse mythology. Interesting. This is not, and it, it sucks because it can't, like, those pictures came out after Endgame, so people were like, oh, are they taking inspiration from Endgame? No! <laughs> They're not doing it. But yeah, Mimir's a great character. The Witch in the Woods. She's good. I don't, okay. I don't, I, I don't hate her, but she's, like, she's not anything. All the acting in God of War 2018 is, is superb. Like, it's all great. There's the, oh, I should mention, there's two different voice actors for Kratos. There's the original trilogy Kratos, and then there's 2018 Kratos. Okay, they got a new guy. To depict the different ages. And they are both excellent for their own version of the character. There's the rageful, young Kratos, who I think his name is, oh gosh, Kratos, T.C. Warren or something like that. The, in 2018, it's Christopher Judge, but in God of War, Terrence C. Carson, that's who it is. He plays the rageful Kratos that we all, uh, all know and love from our childhood. But Christopher Judge plays it as this stoic, tough, brash Kratos in 2018. And he's huge. Like, he's built. Like, he's hmm. built like a brick house, which is hilarious because all the performance is like motion capture, so it like plays very well. But yeah. All right. Not a lot of side characters, but the ones you get are very good. Mostly in the 2018 game, sounds like. Yeah. 
All right, so I was also wondering, was the original trilogy planned out as a trilogy? Because from what you told me of the first one, it sounds like the first one wasn't a complete story. I mean, like, it, it sounds like right. there's payoff against Ares that, okay, he, he beat Ares, but it sounds like he still had a vendetta against everybody else, which that sounds like it could be a cliffhanger. I haven't played it. I wouldn't know. Mm. But was this, you said two and three were clearly meant to be back-to-back. Yeah. You, I... you said but was the whole trilogy i think the i think the first game was kind of meant to be its own thing and then it got so popular that the the next two were made because there's technically because i do believe i don't know how well because it's different game directors with each of the trilogy the game the it's not called game director it's called something else creative director or something like that something like that for the second game, God of War 2 is the same as God of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok, who is, his name's Cory Barlog, and he's amazing. There's a great, as soon as you're done 2018 God of War, there's a documentary on YouTube that's for free of how they were made 2018. It's so good. It's so okay. beautiful. I'm going to check that out. So I was also wondering, does God of War 2018 make sense without playing the first games? Can you, do you get it enough? Or do you need, or, you know, say, for example, I don't play the first three games. Would it be good to look up a recap video on YouTube instead? I would say that so, would explain yeah. All... You could do, like, you could even do, like, a recap video, because there's stuff... Or can you stuff... just go in cold? Oh, jeez. As, like, a God of War fan, I'd say don't do it, but even if you want to, like, look up a quick recap for the trilogy to watch, because it, it's nice for, like... This game was definitely made towards fans of the trilogy, but also like newcomers. Yeah. So it's not heavily dependent on the trilogy. That's why I will say. But there are there are moments there are moments that happen in the first game that haven't even been revealed to Atreus in the second game yet. You get more out or, of it then. Okay. You get you do get more out of it. So it's kind of like what can I compare this to? Oh God, it's like a movie or something that I could compare this to. No, not really. <laughs> I feel like I know I know I know I know what you're getting at. There's some installments that you can some installment that you can just like go right into. Let's say The Force Awakens. You can watch yeah. The Force Awakens. It's a it's a fun enough movie because it pretty much copies a new hope beat for beat. But it's you don't have yeah. to see the prequels or the original trilogy to appreciate it. I had you plenty of yeah. friends who watched The Force Awakens without seeing any Star Wars movies mm-hmm. and they enjoyed it just fine, but you get more out of it if you seen the I others. forgot to explain why he's Ash White. I forgot to explain that. So the reason he's Ash White oh, yeah, yeah. is because in God of War 1, when he kills his family, the very first one, the Oracle who is there, from the fires that burned down the temple and his family inside, tat- basically tattoos the ashes onto Kratos, and that's oh. where it gets the name Ghost of Sparta. That's so dark. he's like stuck with that trauma for the rest of his life. So that's why he's Ash White. That's really cool. I don't know if that was in your questions, but yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't, but that's good information. Okay, so we're, we're a little over time, so I'll just wrap up now. Oh, okay. So I really liked when you said really early on, it's one of the most beautiful games ever made, part four, that gets better with each game. None are bad, except maybe Ascension. I think revenge quests are always compelling. I always enjoy a good revenge story count of monte cristo is one of my favorite books so of all last time of us part two well, that's a different story i'm working my way through that one right now 
So are his revenge quest against Ares and Zeus. Sounds like the games all have intriguing stories. I'm a mythology nerd. I'm not too hard into it. But I do enjoy mythology, especially Greek mythology. So I'd probably like a lot of the first trilogy. I also liked when you mentioned puzzles. Although that's a little bit... That one's a bit of a mixed bag because sometimes puzzles are great. Sometimes they're a pain in the ass. Completely depends. But I, mm-hmm. I enjoy that it's not just repetitive hack and slash. So that's interesting. The time travel plot sounds especially interesting. I did not expect that out of everything you were going to say. I did not think that was going to happen. Yeah. It's also like 2017, so like... Or not 2017, yeah. like 2007, so take it with a grain of salt that like not all time travel made sense back then. Yeah. Well, so... If you can go back in time here, why don't you just go back and kill him as a baby? <laughs> okay, so there's... Got this epic scope to it, a good build-up throughout the the story from one through four. Does a good job at making you engrossed in this rageful revenge story. Seems like there's good consequences. And you gave a lot of spoilers, but you claim you didn't even spoil the biggest surprises in four specifically. So that hypes me up. And once again, the last one is particularly well written. So my verdict at the end is. As I said up top, I was always going to play the fourth game. You know, that was always in the cards. So the real test was the first three. Now what I will say for the first three, the final verdict is, I will play them if I can find a good price on Steam or PlayStation Plus or something. Ah, yeah, I think... If I can find them for cheap, I'll play them before the fourth one if i can't find them for a good price then i'll just go into four and maybe catch the other three someday i don't think you can play the first two without playstation plus okay but you can play god war 3 remastered for like 19 or 19.99 okay so that's that's my plan i will yeah. try to play the but first you get, three. but you get like all four okay you get all of them with like a playstation or whatever is called now the playstation like essential pack or whatever you fucking call it you get all that for free when you have a subscription so that's my plan i'll try to play the first three if i can find them if not well we'll see i'm so excited for ragnarok i literally pre-ordered it the day the pre-orders came out i didn't get any of the special editions because inflation here in canada like the biggest one would be like 350 it'd be like 350 dollars which is ridiculous not to say that like it's not their fault it's the government's no the governments and just the it's world crazy. right now it's all bad what when people say when people in america say 60 dollar game i'm like <laughs> games remember, in canada haven't been 60 bucks those since, days. games in canada haven't been 60 bucks since early God. 2010s i'm so glad i can buy m-rated games now i, I remember going up. going up to like my mom and being like so there's this game that's m-rated she's like well what do you do in it and i have to like lie to her it'd be like <laughs> gta 5 it's like yeah but can't you like kill people in that and like yeah but it's not as bad complete lie <laughs> it's like i'm not gonna don't worry mom i'm not gonna do anything bad in it if but... ryan's mom is watching this right now i say he's a he's a bad boy and i apologize on his behalf for being a bad son oh she knows but i'm sure he enjoyed the, <laughs> but i'm sure he enjoyed the game very much and he appreciated it was mostly i think it was like halo games 
and yeah, yeah. maybe Assassin's Creed and then Call of Duty. You know, the classics. And yeah, then, so all, uh, the, all the violent stuff. And then GTA Five. That was a hard one to pitch to her. <laughs> that one was tough. I can imagine, she heard, yeah. She heard the horror stories. I was like, don't worry, Mom, not going to be bad. And then I found <laughs> out you just had to change your Ranger in the Microsoft Store and you just download it from there. <laughs> wow. Which I only did once. But All right, better. Then I turned 17 and everything was fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so excited for Ragnarok. I'm playing through God of War 2018 now. It's so fucking good. It's so good. You're like, you're playing like a, a guy who's so rageful, but then there's emotional moments. It makes no sense. How, like, why? How is this so good? It's amazing. And the documentary is so good. Redefining masculinity. It's not just about rage. You can be rageful and a good father at the same time. Setting for me, I think 2018 God of War is one of my top games of all time. High praise. Story, in terms of story, like it set for me, it sets the bar in how how to tell a story. High praise. Looking forward to it. All right, let's uh, plug our socials and get out of here. Well, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok as Ryan Walker Official. All right, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Thoughtplane Media and our Facebook page of the same name. Find further film discussion and entertainment reviews on thoughtplane.ca forward slash articles. And if you'd be so kind, you can support Thoughtplane Media on Patreon, link down below. Also, be sure to leave us comments and reviews as that's a big help. And how about clicking that like button if you enjoyed this? We hope to see you on the next close-up with Ryan and Joe. Till next time. Boy.